Sin Media and Art Smitten acknowledge and pay our respects to the people of the Woiwurrung and Bunwurrung language groups of the Eastern Kulin Nations on whose unceded lands the Sin Office Studios and our homes stand. Art Smitten respectfully acknowledges their ancestors and elders, past, present and emerging. We also acknowledge the traditional custodians and their ancestors of the lands and waters across Australia where our content reaches and on which Sin Partner Organisations stand. Sovereignty has never been ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hey everyone, and welcome yet to another episode of Arts Mitten. This is episode five of our first season in th um, this year. For those tuning in for the first time, Arts Mitten is a show where we speak with a whole heap of talented people involved in the arts industry, as well as catching up on our own thoughts on all cultures the cultural happenings in and around Naram, Melbourne. My name is Marianne and my co-hosts for today are Nick, Christina and Portia. Coming up in today's show, we'll be chatting about uh, a couple of great interviews, one with comedian Cameron James on his show for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. And we also spoke with Sharmini Kaur, the director of Sense and Sensibility. The musical, a production where, uh, that will be playing in Gasworks Theatre next week. So stay tuned for those. We'll also be chatting about what we've been watching and doing out and about lately, our creative hobbies and our fave musicals. So um, what, what we're going to be doing is talking about our day. So like, Guys, what have you been watching, reading, listening to recently? Has it been good or bad? Well, I I think I've actually been in, in a little bit of a lull with um, catching up on watching things like movies and TV shows and such. Um, I just have been trying my best to like follow the news lately. So with all everything going on in the Ukraine and um, the floods happening in Queensland and New South Wales, it's really like, I feel like there's so there's always so much happening and it's just like yet another year of just um, abysmal news. Um, but I do try to, I guess, keep my mind out of it for at least a period of time and like watch something that is like um, really yeah. easily digestible. So I've been watching like random episodes of like Avatar, The Last Airbender, <laughs> um, just to cheer myself up. Nice. Yeah, what about you, Maria? Uh, well, for me, I haven't been catching up with news lately, but I have heard about the, um, definitely heard about the Ukraine and the Russia, um, and this war happening um, between them. And I definitely heard about the floods in Queensland and New South Wales. Uh, that's basically, uh, I can't remember exactly like um, what other news that I've um, that I remembered, but I also um, currently been just basically focused on my um, classes and my assignments and work and um, my yeah my actual job um, and there's like a lot of things that's been happening in my life where schedules are like really really full for me. Um, I try to at least take a break by procrastinating to like watching Big Bang Theory or Young Sheldon, which is cool. 
mm-hmm. and um, also I got to um, watch in the movies um, the new Batman. Um, there was a lot of people um, when I w- went to the movies to see it with my siblings and it was actually really good. Um, for me, I loved it. There was um, some claps also in the movies, but um, you know, a lot of people have different opinions about it. Um, but have you guys seen Batman, the new movie? Yeah, I managed to catch the new Batman on the um, opening night and it was just good to kind of say something that's kind of interesting. Well, not interesting, but um, not the news that we've been listening and hearing as of late. So um, it was like kind of a good little escape to watch something a bit positive rather than um, what we've been bombarded with whenever we look at our phones or turn on the TV or listen to the radio and all that stuff. So, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it as well. Uh, very long movie, but it honestly didn't feel like three hours because it was just so much um, action jam-packed into one mm. movie. And it was just, yeah, it was excellent how it was all put together with the, the soundtrack and the score by um, Michael Giacchino. And um, yeah, Robert Patterson, I feel, really killed the role. He made it his own. And if I'm quite honest, it didn't really feel like the normal Batman that we were um, exposed to and that we've seen in the past. Yeah, I felt like that too. Without spoiling it, it was more of a detective kind of a Batman. And if you played the games on the the PlayStation and the Xbox, it was got the Arkham City and the Arkham Asylum games. It was kind of based upon that, which is a real different approach and a really good one. So definitely uh, it's worth watching if you haven't seen it. What did you think about the um, Catwoman, the one who played Catwoman? Uh, yeah, without saying too much because uh, it's just come out, so I want to give others a, a chance to go see it and make their own judgments. But um, I, I really did uh, enjoy uh, Zoe Kravitz's uh, portrayal of the Catwoman. Nice. Yeah. But what about you, Casino? Um, well, I gotta say I am so jealous of you both right now because I have not seen the movie yet and I really want to. And um, I'm gonna be going on Monday night with a friend and. Yeah, I'm just honestly really excited to see it. I've actually tried to avoid all trailers and things. I don't really, I don't usually like to see trailers before. I like to go into movies like very blind and um, yeah, and see how it goes. But I have heard mostly good things about this movie. So I'm very excited. And of course, um, Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, I feel like that would make like a really um, good um, team on the movie as well so yeah ultimately just excited to go to the cinema and see that i totally agree with you on that christian with the trailers i feel that especially as of late trailers have just been given out so much away and it's just not even funny anymore because i know a few of my friends they've they've actually done the exact same thing as you and um on kind of blank and i feel that's actually kind of a strong little uh message to send others like try and go to your next movie blank because you'll have no expectations and no matter what, you just won't be disappointed. Yes, exactly. And I do, I just love going in with zero expectations and sort of, I guess, forming my own opinion about it. Cause when I used to go to the movies, I just like seeing like um, other people like, Oh, I have all these different like opinions already in my head. So I have all these expectations going in. And so without all that, Mm -hmm it helps you just, um, yeah, you know, have a fresh um, perspective on it, I guess. So 
what about you, Nick? What have you been doing other than watching Batman? Well, I work uh, full time and um, I volunteer for a couple of other shows on scene. So um, my schedule's been pretty jam packed with all that. And yeah, like we just mentioned watching the Batman, but um, I've been watching a bit of um that Pam and Tommy. So the Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson um, biopic on Disney Plus. It's a short series and it's quite good. I did, I don't mind it for a bit of um for what it was and um. So, and I've also been just, you know, going out for little dinners and lunches here and there, just catching up with friends, just really kicking back and enjoying the last bits of summer. Nice. I also um, saw um, on the show Pam and Tommy as well. It's actually, um, because I don't know much about Pam, uh, the actual uh, celebrity of Pam and Tommy, but, um, but it's definitely interesting. And um, uh, uh the more I watch it, the more I actually get to, um, you know, get to know the uh, characters themselves. Yeah. Back with you on your Wednesday afternoon. My name is Nick and joined me is Christina, Marianne and Portia. This is Art Smith on Sin 90.7. And now the interview experience. My first interview, it was with the great man, Cameron James, and we discussed everything comedy, radio, and podcasting. It was unreal. Marianne, have you ever had experience interviewing comedians or just anyone in general? Yes, I have experienced interviewing many um, people uh, because, like, it's part of my journalism work. And... um, Basically, for my experience as being an interviewer, um, what I do is um, have to do the research, research the topic first, and then um, then I would do the research on the person that I'm going to be interviewing, then get my questions ready by asking at least some of the five W's, which is who, what, where, when, why, and how. And um, basically for me, my minimum um, whenever I interview is at least four questions for one person. And depending on how long, um, if whether you're going to be doing a video or audio, if it's an article, um, you can have more than four questions as maximum. Um, And it would depend on that. And um, for me, uh, whenever like I am doing the interview, I make sure to always say thank you for their time to speak with me and or, you know, if it's a group, us at the end. Have you interviewed any like big names in Australian comedy? Uh, no, not. Uh, I haven't kind of um, interviewed anyone from like um, a comedy background, but it will be interesting. Um, it's definitely something that I'm willing to and wanting to um to do maybe, maybe like an article or like a radio news about that and yeah um but I've never got the chance or experience to but I would love to have the opportunity 100% what about yourself Christina have you interviewed anyone as well um yeah so I started interviewing probably back when I first started uni so I started media in uni and so I would um most of the people that I would interview would be um, industry professionals, so filmmakers, editors, um, 
anything of the like, like that sort of thing. Um, and it was always a really nerve wracking experience when I first started out. And um, you know what I would say, the one thing probably good about COVID is that all the interviews sort of moved on to Zoom, which I feel like made me feel a lot more um, confident and um, it made the whole experience a lot more easygoing. Um, asking people questions, um, especially that you don't have the added pressure of them being like right in front of you in person. Um, but yeah, I've also with um, being with Art Smitten this year, I've been doing a lot of interviews with artists um, and people who organise events um, like festivals and things like that. So um, we've got some cool upcoming um, interviews as well. This week I interviewed Sharmini Kaur, who was a um, theatre director for a little musical production that will be coming up this month. Um, so yeah, it's always a fun time. But I think, Marianne, you went through a bunch of like really great techniques to um, get a great interview going as well. So yeah, and um, Nick, I know this was your first experience, at least with a, a comedian as well. So how was your experience with this? Yeah, it was absolutely great. Um, we just had a, a, a right amount of chemistry, so it was it wasn't even really an interview. We just had like a kind of like a and like a nice little conversation as friends, as if it was because we just bounced off each other. Um, and yeah, it wasn't even like proper questions being asked. We just uh, just pretty much just talked, and uh, I got to know about him on a bit about him on his uh, on a personal note, and he even stated that one of the biggest rewards about being a comedian is being able to connect with his fans and always, you know, having a bar with them and just, uh, just show them all the time of day, which I even said to him as a fan kind of point of view, that's all we could ever ask for. But that seriously makes our night being able to talk to like one of the, like one of the acts after a show and just have a drink or just, you know, have a conversation with them. So it was really good to see that is on that. Is it one of those down to earth comedians and, he hasn't let the fame kind of get to his head in that kind of sense. Yeah, I think that's really great, especially as an interviewer. You really want to make them feel like as comfortable as possible and then end up just having a conversation, like you said, and um, like your friends and it's not even like a work-related thing, you know. So, um, yeah, I think that's really great, uh, a really great experience to have as well. I think um, for me, kind of like the... Um... Uh, opposite of um, you. I prefer, um, it's usually nerve wracking for me to actually interview on Zoom. But for me, I like to do it face to face because then you get to see the person and you get to at least um, have that um, comfortable um, conversational connection with um, the person that you're interviewing and actually really get to know them um, personally. That's my experience for it, yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that's a really good point that you bring up. You get it, especially that like body language in person. I think I just get a little bit too anxious, like if it's in person for me personally, but yeah. No, sometimes, sometimes I get that because like um, there are certain things that you want to say um, or like ask and um, you're, uh, you don't want them to like, oh, either be offended or um, make comments wrong or anything like that, really. 
And we really hope you do stay tuned for our next interview as well. It will be coming up in a couple of segments. This is Art Smitten on SIN 90.7 FM with me, Marianne, Nick and Portia. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Art Smitten on SIN 90.7 FM. My name is Christina and I am joined here today with Nick and Marianne. And you just heard us speak about a little bit about our interviewing experience, um, especially with comedians and trying to get that uh, real camaraderie during the experience. So I thought we would talk a little bit about maybe our own experiences within the Melbourne Comedy Festival itself, um, whether we have been or if we want to go this year. Um, this year's dates for the Comedy Festival are the 30th of March to the 24th of April, so coming up soon. Um, yeah, what about you, Nick? Have you been to the Comedy Festival before? Yeah, I have. I try to go every year. Um, my first actual comedy festival show, though, was back in 2016. That's kind of where I fell in love with comedy and all that stuff. It was a real spontaneous kind of decision of me going as well. So it was like an in-the-moment choice. And, yeah, as it is shown, um, I haven't looked back since. So um, I love going. It's such a good culture that surrounds it. It's just everywhere. It's all happening. And it goes for, like, over a month. And, it's yeah, it's the absolute best time overall it's just it just has a great culture to it and it's super melbourne in terms of the vibe and all that it's just uh one of those kind of experiences that happen once a year that you just got to be involved in to see for yourself mm-hmm. have it yourself guys have you been to the comedy festival yeah there are just so many shows to choose from it can get a little bit Um, daunting trying to choose which one to go to but um, yes I've actually been only once before so before um, COVID and everything I think back in 2019 um, and I went to see um, the Daniel Sloss show he's a Scottish comedian and um, his show it was at the Forum as well which is a really beautiful venue Um, and his show was just really amazing I did laugh a lot the crowd was really great and um it was a little bit strange for me because it was like um I was on I think it was maybe like the third or fourth date with my boyfriend at the time so it was like a very um some of the 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 things he spoke about made it a little bit awkward but it was really funny overall um and a great experience for me so I'm looking forward to actually going again and having um being able to see a show in person as well yeah, what about you, Marianne? Um, for me, I've never went to a comedy festival. <laughs> um, I would like to go. Um, hopefully this year I'm able to um, have that opportunity to go as well and, um, and really get to have fun um, in the festival. But like... Uh, but uh, well, it kind of depends on like um, my schedule and everything like that. But I have had experience where I went to a, uh, uh, I think a stand-up um, comedy show of um, a comedian. I think, I forgot his name, but he's from Hauzos. <laughs> and um, we, me and my boyfriend went and... Um, he basically got free tickets to that show and it was hilarious um like he talks about um 
you know, him growing up and um, he also talks about um, his experience being in Australia and his culture and it's all like really funny um, and he gets to um, talk about like um, uh, the people that he meets along the way who's like from a different um, cultural background and um, I tend and um, I, I reckon he was um, a very, very funny. Yeah, that sounds like a really great experience. Um, for you, Nick, did you, were there any particular shows that stood out for you in, during the comedy festival? Yeah, um, I love a bit of Tommy Little and Dave Thornton. So big little shout out to them. They're, they just, they never failed to impress. So if you are going this year, be sure to go see them. They always play at the starting venues like the Forum, Town Hall, comedy theater etc cetera, etc cetera. um also uh hard quiz host tom gleason's always a good one and even if you want to just you know be generic and go to like the, the kind of the mainstream ones like dave hughes you always get a big laugh out of him so you just i reckon all the top acts but even a lot of the um the underground the, the upcoming comedians that they always put up a great set and you always see at the end of the year awards that they're always up there if not winning them as you know it have a lot of focus towards them as you know they're kind of taking the um the hair to the throne once the the big dogs kind of retire in years to come so um definitely they are worth looking as well so um just i can't stress enough just try and go to at least one but um if you can go to much more and just support these comedians who have also done it tough during the whole lockdowns and the pandemics as the live arts are starting to get back into it then um it's just great to see yeah of course um, and you mentioned a lot of great homegrown Australian talent as well. So that would be really great to go see and support as well. Joining you on your Wednesday afternoon, my name's Nick and joined with me today is Christina, Marianne and Portia. This is Smith on Sin 90.7 FM. And now for our next segment, our creative hobbies, everyone. Um, so obviously we all love radio and podcasting, which is why we're here today. But how, what are your thoughts, Christina, about filmmaking, cooking, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, um, I've been trying to get more into my creative hobbies now that, um, like, post-uni and everything like that before I start my big full-time job. Um, so I really, of course, I'm a fan of filmmaking because um, I did media in uni and so I love just... I love making like t little tiny vlog like videos of just me and my friends like, that are just for us. Like I don't really post them anywhere. I just show, um, put it in like my friends group chats and yeah, it's just a lot of fun um, and super easy. Like you can even edit like on your phone. It's, it's so quick and easy. Um, if I'm feeling a little bit fancy, then I'll delve into a little bit of the Premiere Pro. But um, yeah, I really enjoy doing that. And also I've actually been getting into crocheting, which is like kind of similar to knitting, but not really. And the reason I got into it cause, is because I've been seeing a lot of TikToks lately um, with people making clothes with um, their crocheting. And so I have started to make a little, a little top out of this yarn so that's pretty cool um, it is a you do need a lot of patience for it it takes a, a bit of time but 
it's also kind of like a, such an easy activity to do like while you're watching a show while you're watching a movie and just keep your hands busy um, instead of scrolling on my phone so it's done a lot of good for me I think and how about you Nick what are you what are your creative hobbies right now well like I said before I absolutely love radio and podcasting I'm constantly listening to a lot of radio and podcasts but um I do love a bit of reading which may surprise a lot of people but um yeah I actually I really do like a lot of reading like even just like a few like little um uh, non-fiction books, biographies, and a bit of motivation books as well. But um, yeah, a big hobby of mine is sport. I love tennis, soccer. Uh, I don't mind a bit of footy, um, but I've been getting into uh, a lot of swimming. And so I've been going at least once or twice a week to the pools and just doing a few laps. It's quite therapeutic and um, it's a great substitute because I, I usually do a lot of running as well, uh, a bit of half marathons, uh, working towards a big full marathon in a few months to come. So um. Yeah, whatever kind of gets me out of the house and, and moving. I also love a bit of photography as well, just, you know, going for a little walks around the city or the local area and just parks and beaches um, and just, you know, taking a few photos and all that stuff, which is quite nice. And just appreciating the, what the land has to offer and all that. How about yourself, Marianne? Do you have any hobbies that you're keen to share with all of us? Yeah, I have a lot of hobbies myself as well. Um, I... I do um, here and there love um, uh, doing filmmaking, even if it's like in being the extra or um, helping out a filmmaker with uh, their projects, um, whether it's being like the gaffier or um, the camera person. Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely enjoy uh, filmmaking. Um, my other hobbies are definitely also reading. I love reading, like um, whether it's fiction, nonfiction. Um, whenever I get the chance and whenever I have the time to, I love to um, to go to the library every now and then, and just like um, stay there and read a book in the quiet area. Or maybe sometimes um, I would bring it home with me just to, you know, read the types of like um, books that I love reading is either romance or horror. Um, the other hobbies that I'm into is dancing. Um, love dancing. Um, whenever I get the chance to, um, I just basically put on the music and dance to my heart's content. And um, I, I specialize more in hip hop. I used to be a um, dance teacher um, when I was 17 years old in um, an organization called Meibuya. Basically, I've um, had the opportunity to teach dancing um, between the ages of 12 to 25. So um, love learning and um, updating my skills on um, different techniques, different um, styles of different flavor. Um, or different freestyles of like not just hip hop but like um, whether it's contemporary jazz um, ballet or um, yeah basically any sort of dancing um, I also love textiles <laughs> um, th I I this will be my last hobby <laughs> because there's many I could talk about, um, talk about it forever 
but like um, the textiles, I love because um, I have my um, own sewing machine and everything. I love creating my own um, outfits, especially outfits that um, I can't afford myself. But like, you know, whenever you like, you see it on the internet, you see like um, outfits that you really love and want to get, but it's so expensive. You could just make it for cheap material. Um, that's like really high quality depending on like where um, which store you go to but um, yeah you can create any kind of outfit you want um, with textiles and I just um, enjoy um, knitting or um, just sewing or stitching I need that yeah yeah oh my god you guys are so talented I'm so jealous you have all these different interests they're all so cool um yeah I especially love the ones that of course keep you active like um that's always good especially um out and about during summer and um yeah it's always good to just get out of the house um I recently went to badminton for the first time which was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be but then it ended up being a lot of fun um, so I can definitely get the appeal as somebody who doesn't um, play that much team sports I can definitely get the appeal of those ones and yeah a lot of great hobbies we mentioned here though a lot of great recommendations for our listeners as well um, you've been listening to Art Smitten over here on Sin 90.7 FM with me Christina, Nick and Marianne and you're joining Sin FM with me Marianne and um, our co-host for today, Nick, Christina, and Portia. So um, our next segment is going to be musicals. And we're going to be talking about um, musicals that we love. So guys, have you um, seen or have um, listened to any um, musicals that you love? Or um, have you seen um, live musicals? Um, well, for me, I've actually seen one, just one musical live before, and it was actually because my mum really wanted to go and see it. Um, it was called Evita, um, and it is essentially about um, Evita, which, who was the wife of an Argentinian president and her life. And um, so not a very... I guess mainstream one to go to as a first musical but it was really great and it had Tina Arena whose voice is incredible and her presence her stage presence was just amazing so as a first mu live musical to go to I think it was a really great experience and I was there with my mom and she'd never been to a live musical either so um, overall it was yeah it was a really fun time and really cool to see and you know what listening to live music is always just a great a great time anyway yeah and as for films I would say I really enjoyed La La Land um by Damien Chazelle I really enjoyed his previous movie Whiplash um I actually really love that movie and then when he did a musical you know it kind of made sense after because he's very music oriented and that was just such a great movie with Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone and it made me cry I went to see it in theaters about three times I think so I was really obsessed with it back then when it first came out but um aside from that I don't really know that many musicals what about you Nick um I haven't actually seen any live musicals as of yet 
But yeah, in terms of film musicals, yeah, I absolutely love them. Like you said, La La Land, I love that film. I've watched it about three to four times as well. Didn't get to see it in the cinemas though, which I'm quite spewing about. But yeah, the uh, duo with Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone was absolutely phenomenal. I believe they won a few Oscars for that as well. Didn't Emma Stone win the um, Best Female Actress Award? I think she might have, actually. There was a little bit of a debacle at the Oscars, though, because um, they announced La La Land as the winner of Best Film, and then, but it turned out he read the envelope wrong, so it was actually Moonlight, that one. (laughs) So that was really awkward. Yes. Yes, how embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to think up the top of my head, but, yeah, while I definitely stood out, um, even the new West Side Story was quite good. Uh, it had a different take in, um, from the original one, but that was uh, definitely one to watch if you're looking for a new movie to watch as well. But, um, yeah, I really got to get down to more musicals. Um, hopefully there's more, obviously, with Melbourne opening up, that there's going to be a lot more uh, international ones. Um. Going to the Australian Open final, uh, I did get to see as the uh, pre-match warm-up uh, a bit of the Jagged Little Pill, which starred Natalie Bassenway. It's the uh, Alanis Morissette musical, which is actually happening right now at the Comedy Theatre. So if you are in Melbourne and looking for a musical, please do go and support them. That was quite good for, um, I think we got about 25 minutes of it. So um, did like what I saw. So um, who knows, maybe I might check it out this weekend. Oh, wow, you got a really nice free preview of that one, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, I've heard um, of that. And I really, I mean, I have some childhood memories of Natalie Bassingthwaite. <laughs> um, love her and her music. Road <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rogue Traders, exactly. Um, yeah, what about you, Marianne? What are your favourite musicals? Um, yeah, just like you guys, I um, do love La La Land. I I had seen that in the movies. Um, I don't know what else I've seen also in the movies. But I, I don't think I've seen as much. Oh, I, I think I have seen also Sapphires in the movies as well. Um, that was, uh, this was a, like a very long time ago um, for me. But I, I definitely love it um, better um, when I see uh, musicals in the movies. I've never really seen any uh, live musical, uh, so I don't know much about like live musicals. Uh, the types of movies that I have seen like a lot of, of musicals, like Hairspray, Love Hairspray. Probably oh, a good one. one. Of my favorites. Yeah, Grease. Grease is definitely one of my favorites and um, Footloose. My number one uh, favorite musical is Santa Music out of all the musicals that I've seen so far is Santa Music because I grew up with um, the Santa Music and I can memorize off by heart the um, songs <laughs> for it but yeah that's um, definitely my favorite one um, there's so many more oh I also um, I have to also include Encanto as well because I really love that as well yeah, but, yeah a lot of great classics favorites. that you mentioned just there and I really, I'm really itching to see Encanto as well. You're listening to Sin Radio with me, Marianne, and uh, Nick, Christina, and Portia. Thank you for all for joining us today for another Arts Minute episode. Remember to follow us on social media. We are at 
at artsmitten sin, all lowercase, on Instagram, and join us Wednesday, next Wednesday at 4 p.m.